What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Home and Body Improvement Show. If you haven't yet, go to CoachBoss.com, sign up for that newsletter. And uh, why haven't you guys sent me? You haven't sent me any questions, man. I'm just gonna go off the top of my head today. We got a doozy of an episode, though. We really do. I'm guessing. I don't know. I haven't recorded it yet, but I'm sure it's gonna be great. Send me questions, man. Andy at CoachBoss.com. This is getting ridiculous, folks. I'm tired of begging you. If I knew who you were, I'd show up to your house and beat your ass. But I'm not going to do that. We're just going to have another great episode. Episode 46, Home and Body Improvement Show. Hope you enjoy. Are we doing this? Yes, we are doing this. Welcome back, everybody. Home and Body Improvement Show, episode number 46, climbing towards 50, because at 50, I'm going to retire. I'm going into the podcast Hall of Fame, and I'm never coming back. That's all you need, 50 episodes, and you are in the Hall of Fame. So there's going to be me and Joe Rogan and Bill Burr and um, a bunch of people that probably spent a lot more time on their podcast than I ever will, because I told you, man, I said of all the things I do, this is the thing that I'm spending the least amount of time on. And you can tell. So, sorry about that. If you hear that whirring noise in the background, it's my DVD burner. I had a, I had a burner DVD, and I just bought two new computers. No DVD players. They don't have them anymore. So, I had to order a DVD player from Amazon. But in the meantime, I'm using my old school, old computer, DVD burner, burning DVDs, cranking them out. Uh, when's the last time you guys watched a DVD? I just don't feel like, even with Redbox, right? Dollar Day, whatever it is. I don't feel like people watch DVDs anymore. I think it's all Netflix and streaming, which is cool because uh, I hate going to the movie theater. I used to love it. Now I hate it. And let me tell you why. I just don't like people. And unfortunately, when you go to the movie theater, you can't have the place to yourself. Last movie I saw in the theater was Joker. And I went at like the 10 a.m. show or whenever the first day our show was. It was me and five people. We were strategically spread out. They probably had the same take is me when it comes to other people and we didn't want to be anywhere near each other and that was the last movie I really enjoyed in the theater every time I'm there it's always someone talking and now that I understand what pot does to you and I'm just like they gotta be high as a kite man because that was not funny or so, or it just smells you know or people chewing too loud it just takes away from the whole thing all you need to do is watch a couple good movies at home and just be like you know what I'm set I don't need to go out to the movie theater it's just, it's just not necessary and uh, I think that's all changing anyway with COVID now that Studios are going to start releasing them the same time, you know, at home as they do in a theater. Why would you go to theater? I, I just don't get it. I mean, unless you have a favorite theater and you got some sort of deal or their popcorn tastes delicious or, you know, you get your seat. That's another thing, too. Like, if you haven't been in a theater in a long time, you don't just pay for your ticket and walk in and sit wherever you want. You have to book your ticket in advance. And if you don't do it like a day or two or three in advance, you're sitting somewhere that you don't want to sit and it sucks. So... I'm not bad. Whatever. I think theaters are dying. I'm glad because I hate them. Because, again, they attract other people. And uh, my dog agrees. Is that? Do you, do you agree, buddy? Yeah. He totally agrees. Whew. Episode 46. I probably should have had a topic before we started this one. I do have a topic for the home improvement portion. And I want to talk about networking. And I don't want to talk about the kind of networking where you go to a social hour and you hand someone your business card and they put it in their pocket and they forget it's in there and then they wash their pants and all of a sudden they get this raggedy piece of paper that used to be your business card which they weren't going to read anyway uh that's not the type of networking i'm talking about you know 
where you're actually pretending like you're there to get to know people, but you're really there to try and get some chick's phone number. That's not the type of networking I am talking about. I am talking about Wi-Fi in your home, home improvement. I had to recently do this to my gym, and uh, it's something I think I learned a couple things. I'd like to share it with you because I'm that kind of guy, man, just giving out free information. Unless, of course, you want to pay me, then I accept Venmo and PayPal. So um, what, what am I talking about here? Well, okay, if you buy your Internet from, like, let's say Comcast or AT&T, there's two things you're going to get, a modem and a router. Now, I was paying crazy rental fees. Like, It's not crazy in the sense that it was like $10 a month, but multiply that by, what, three or four years, 300 400 bucks. You know, most routers you can get for like, you know, a good $150. Um, and why do I say router? Because you typically have to get like one or two of them from the company if you have cable TV. Uh, I don't even know if that's true necessarily now anymore. But if you just want internet, you can always buy your own router slash modem. Uh, you can buy them separately, like two items, or you could do what I did and just get a router modem, which is just one box. I forget how much I paid for mine. I wanted like the max, like megabits per second or whatever it was because I was thinking, well, you know, let me pay a couple extra bucks. This thing should be good for at least five years and I'm set, right? And think about it, five years at, you know, $10 a month, that's like 600 bucks. This thing cost me 150. I'm not stupid. I know when I can save money, I'm going to go ahead and do it. So buy yourself a router modem that has a decent rate. That's not the cheapest thing you can find on Amazon, but nonetheless, like those two combinations, it makes it super easy. Uh, this is probably one of the few times you're ever going to use a coax cable because usually they still run from coax cable from the outside into your home. Uh, hook that baby up. Actually, Comcast will do it for you. Just make sure you get like a Comcast or a whatever Google Fiber or whatever approved modem router. And when they hook up their uh, internet, they will do it for you. Um, but the coax is that thing that it's got like the, it looks like a needle and you stick it in. You used to have them on VCRs and you would kind of twist it, but it never quite fit. And it was always a pain in the neck. That's a coax cable. So they still have them. They go into router, uh, router modems. Now, after that, from your um, that router modem, uh, you don't need anything, really. Uh, that's where the Wi-Fi shoots out. And so this thing should technically be in the center of your house. Um, mine's not. Mine's upstairs, but I don't live in a gigantic mansion yet. But uh, it, it's supposed to cover like, you know, 3,000 square feet. And um, I don't want to tell you how many square feet mine is, but it's, it's enough. All right? I got enough. It's not quite 3,000, but it's enough. And so, you know, I didn't need any, I didn't need something that was going to shoot, you know, 6,000 range because I don't have a, um, I don't have a mansion yet, but I'm going to get one one day and I'm going to get a great modem router and I'm going to do what I'm going to tell you that you can do next, which is actually kind of smart. So of this rotor router, router router, <laughs> router modem, there's these little ports in the back. All right. And they look like telephone ports. Now, you youngins probably don't remember what it's like to plug a telephone into a wall. But all phones used to have what, you know, a phone cord and the cord would go from the wall into your phone. And get this. You didn't have to plug the phone in at all. It didn't need to charge or anything. And the numbers, you could actually feel them. They were tactile. It wasn't just on a screen. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Um that was one thing I never understood, too. Phones always could work even though the electricity went out because you didn't need electricity to run phones. But back in my day, 
uh, you would have these telephone cords. This is what an Ethernet cable is very similar to. Now, you can't use a telephone cord and an Ethernet um, because they're obviously two different uh, types of... It's, it has to do with how much information get, can get passed between the two. Um, but if you have what is called a Cat5 Internet cord, it should look very similar to a phone cord, but a lot thicker in comparison, not very thick at all. And this cord is something that you can plug into most devices like a laptop and a TV and a printer and anything that usually has Wi-Fi will have an Ethernet outlet. Now, on my latest laptop, it didn't have an Ethernet outlet, and I actually do need one because I'm going to be live streaming an event next month. So i got to buy a USB adapter and blah, 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 blah. Don't worry about any of that. Just know that your modem router has these ports where you can plug cords into them, and you can plug those cords into most of your devices, including your TV, including your uh, laptop computer and desktop computer. Now, what I do personally is I plug it into my desktop. I never have to worry about Wi-Fi signal again because it is hardwire. Now, I, I know it defeats the purpose because you're probably thinking, well, why would I pay for Wi-Fi and not use the Wi-Fi? That's great. You can use the Wi-Fi. Um, I have, as, as followers of my show would know, I have a lot of smart devices which all use the Wi-Fi. My light bulbs, you know, my phones, my iPads, all that type of stuff uses the Wi-Fi. Even my TV downstairs uses the Wi-Fi, right? So after a while, it, it kind of sucks the bandwidth, and occasionally things can kind of snag a little. So I don't have to worry about my desktop computer ever snagging because it is hardwired via the Ethernet, which looks like a phone cord. Cat5 or Cat6 should do the job. Um, if you get one of those, you're good to go. Now, I plan on, I'm thinking about, I haven't quite decided yet, of hardwiring as many devices as I possibly can um, because I would rather use my Wi-Fi bandwidth with my mobile devices and my Chromecasts and uh, my light bulbs and all the other stuff that's smart in my apartment. I would kind of like to plug the Ethernet cord into my TV so then I don't have to worry about Netflix buffering. Um, that's another thing, too. If you're having issues with buffering, it could be any number of reasons. But if you have an Ethernet cord plugged from your modem router into the TV, there's a good chance you'll never have to worry about that again. I say that now. Of course, I'm sure there's certain scenarios where you're going to have to worry about that. But it should be a lot better than just using the Wi-Fi. This Ethernet cord is very simple to use. Meaning, what you can do, if you let's say your TV room, you got several TVs, you don't want to run a bunch of cords from that modem router. Well, that's where the router comes in. So, what you can do is run an Ethernet cord to the room that has a bunch of devices, and then hook that up to a router, and then from there, run as many Ethernet cords as you want or however many ports it has, which is what I plan on doing. Now, most of you people aren't as skilled as me, nor as smart as me, nor watch as much YouTube as me, so you probably should hire a professional. But for you guys that think that you can hang with this guy, I recommend learning how to uh, run your own cords. And you can get creative with that. I don't have drywall, but once it goes behind the drywall, it can be kind of tough. But running stuff through the ceiling and everything, making it look cool, you know, cutting holes in your ceiling and then patching them up and using spackle and sanding it down and painting over it, that's what guys do. And we live for that kind of stuff. Ladies... You stick to the kitchen. Just kidding. You can't say stuff like that anymore. Um, but learning how to be strategic when you're running cords, running them along the baseboards, getting like these cord covers, blah, 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 blah. I ran a bunch of speaker cords in my gym. And instead of using uh, conduit, I used PVC pipe that I just painted. And it looks like it fits in with the conduit that's already there. So get creative with it. Try and hide those wires. Don't be having crazy wires dangling all over the place. That would just be ridiculous. 
But if you can hide the wires, uh, get your Ethernet uh, or get your router going, plug all the devices you want into your Ethernet outlets, you should never have to worry about Wi-Fi interference ever again. I know. Is it completely necessary? No. Your Wi-Fi should be able to cover most places in your house. But, you know, if you're a large family, like you got two, three, five kids, you know, and they all have cell phones, and the wife, she's always like, you know, downloading whatever, and some kid, one of your kids figured out how to use BitTorrents, and he's sucking off the Wi-Fi, you know, on his laptop and playing his little stupid games with his online friends and no no physical contact with anybody, and he's a total nerd, and he's got a pale wan skin um yeah well you know what what you can do is plug your device into that ethernet and you don't have to worry about sharing with anybody just a tip from your kochi pods um another thing too is like creating different networks via um like you're actually on the on your actual desktop you can create different networks so what do i mean by that well when you're walking to like somewhere new and then at and then you look for um like Wi-Fi signal, you'll see a list, right? And a lot of it's your neighbors. Uh, you know, some of it, one of it hopefully is yours. Uh, and most of them are locked, right? And so you can't get into it without a password. Um, you can create as many of those networks as you'd like. So I have one for my regular Wi-Fi, which is a 2.4. One for my 5G, my 5 gigahertz, right? And I use those for two different reasons. I don't want to get crazy, overly complicated. But I just recently created one for my guests, so if a guest comes over, they can use my Wi-Fi signal on the guest um, outlet, and I've got a really easy password, not going to tell you what it is, and then I don't have to worry about them, you know, using my Wi-Fi signal when I'm trying to, you know, get my bandwidth. I don't have to worry about It's just easier that way. And then, like, let's say that person has my Wi-Fi password, and I hate them, and I never want to see them again. Well, I can very easily change the guest password without having to change my other password, and therefore... My life is a lot easier. And that's what the goal is, man. It's to make my life as easy as possible. That should be your goal, too, to make my life as easy as possible. Start by leaving me alone. Okay, that was your home improvement portion, Ethernet cables. Now, it does get a little bit crazy because I'm learning. I'm still learning about this stuff. Like, there's a difference between Cat5 and Cat6, uh, and it's a little bit more expensive. Cat5 cable is super-duper cheap. Uh, another thing, too, is I ran a really long HDMI cord uh, previously from my my receiver to my projector. Well, now that I have a 4K projector, I can't run that same HDMI cable. It has to be one of those super-duper HDMI uh, cords now, which are kind of expensive. And not and the signal does not go very far. They say it does not go over like 25, 30 feet, and I need a 50-footer. Well, with a Cat5 or Cat6, I want Cat6 because I go all crazy. You can extend that HDMI signal um, with... It's called an HDMI extender. And what it would do is an HDMI cord will go into this little receiver. The receiver has a Cat5. You can go up to like 200, 300 feet with that sucker. And the Cat5 cable is super duper cheap. And then you plug that into another receiver. It has a Wi-Fi HDMI output. You plug the HDMI cord from that output into your projector input. And you can run HDMI cords for however long you need with Cat5 cable. It's the same cable. Again, it looks like a phone cord. And it is totally not. Look into it. And as my good buddy Forrest Gump would say, that's all I got to say about that, I think. I don't know. I haven't seen Forrest Gump in a while. Did read the book, though. Not a lot of people that you know can say that, I'm guessing. <sighs> Moving on. Body improvement, man. Here's what I did, and tell me what you think. My good friend always does these go-ruck marches, right? 
and I don't know what they are. It just sounds like a big smoke fest. And let me explain to you what a smoke fest is. That's when like a drill instructor or a fitness instructor or a fitness professional like myself doesn't really know what he's going to do. They just kind of make it up on the spot. And they kind of gauge from like where the what the crowd is like and how far you can push them. But you just literally try to make them as tired as possible and then kind of bring them back and then make them more tired and then bring them back. Like, for instance, uh, in the Army, like... They're for no good reason. They're like, let's climb to the top of this hill. And then once we got up there, like, let's go back down. And then we started our exercise. And the only reason they did that was to make us more tired before the exercise began. And by exercise, I mean we were learning about something and they wanted people, I don't know, it was just goofy mind control stuff. But, you know, <laughs> you know, me and the Army, oil and water. Anyway, so this is a go ruck. I don't, it's not a competition. It's literally, it starts at nine at night, it ends at like nine in the morning. And you do whatever the drill instructor says, um, if he's a drill instructor at all, some retired sergeant, some guy's probably just pissed off at the world. Kids don't talk to him. Wife left him a long ago. He drinks a lot. Go Ruck comes along. You know, they hire him. They could probably give him 200 bucks. He's thinking, man, I could spend at least 50 bucks. He's like, you know how many, how many pints I can buy with 200 bucks? And, uh, you know, he just he basically mentally and physically beats the shit out of you. And, and we pay money for it. You know, this one costs 125 bucks. I got a coupon, of course, because I know people. But nonetheless, I signed up for one in July, June or July. I forget. It doesn't matter. The point is, go outside your comfort zone. Uh, I wouldn't normally do stuff like that because, well, first of all, this guy, he's done, my good friend, he's done like 20 of them. And he's been begging me for like the last couple of years. And he just keeps talking about all oh, the fellowships, amazing. And it's all guys. And we, we get along really well. And you know, it's tough, but at the end of the day, you're like, you know, you're glad you did it and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I was in the army for about a half a second and I remember doing that stuff. A, I'm not paying to do it. And B, it sucked then. I'm sure it sucks now. It's not my idea of a good time. No, no, no. You're missing the point, man. It's about being with other fellows and, you know, just seeing if you can get through this and challenging yourself. I was like, yeah, I'm well aware of that, you know, train of thought. Okay, pal, I don't need to be, I, I'm a fitness professional, my friend, not a fitness fanatic, not a fitness friend. I am a fitness professional, damn it. I do this for a living. I work out for a living. So I don't need to be paying some goofball, some ex-sergeant alcoholic, probably beats his dog. I don't, I don't need this guy yelling at me. I'm just going to yell back or just get angry. You know, I'm, I'm not going to yell back. I'm just going to get internally angry. And eventually I'm going to take it out on, you know, my clients. And it's just a big kind of circle fucking. And, and I, now I got to click the explicit button on this episode. Way to go. But the point is, I actually finally signed up. So he's been begging me for years. I said, what the hell? So I'm going to do this, I don't know, 10 to 12 to 14 hour thing and where some guy's going to yell at me. But this is what the takeaway is for you. At least it should be. You should try to do something outside of what you would normally do because that is good for you in the sense that if you don't get nervous ever, like let's say for an entire year, at no point did you ever get nervous, that little butterflies in your belly, that feeling in your stomach. If, if you don't experience that semi-regularly, what are you doing, man? You know, you need to challenge yourself. You need to do stuff that you wouldn't normally do because once we get in our zone of comfort, we got nothing to live for, we curl up in a ball and we die. And you don't want to do that. At least I don't think so. And if you do, send me an email at coachpots.com and I'll let you hang out with me. Maybe for briefly, I don't know. Not long. But I charge for those hangout sessions, so maybe you shouldn't. Find someone else. But the point is, and I don't want you to die, man. Please don't. But the point is, 
you should find something. And I'm not saying if you lift weights, go sign up for a, a marathon. Like, that's not quite what I'm saying. What I'm saying is see what other people are doing and don't be afraid to join them. So if your friend is like, you know, a fanatic about some basketball league, you know, he pulls his socks up high, wears a short shorts, puts a mouthpiece in and a headband, and he goes to town and just can't get enough of it. And he's been begging you to join him. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a good group, man. You're gonna, I, I score at least four points a game, man. You're going to love it, you know. And, and you're like, screw that, man. I'm, I pretty much could be in the NBA, but I decided to, you know, I decided to go to college and, and instead, and, and I'm, I'm I, I don't even like basketball. I can barely bounce the thing. I definitely can't use my left hand, so everyone knows I'm always going to my right. The point is, go play, man. Go play basketball once or twice. Go do some sand volleyball or something like that or some sort of act. Like another guy keeps begging me to do cycling, right? And I, I'm not getting into cycling. And I did one cycling ride last year. I kind of understood what he was saying for about a half a second about like, oh, yeah, you know, out on lakefront, you know, blood's pumping, feeling good. Um, but I'm not going to sign up for some century ride, which today, because he won't leave me alone, he's like, oh, yeah, you got a spin bike, right? No, we, we should go ride a 100-mile ride, apparently, in August. No, I'm not doing that. But I get what he's saying. And the thing he's saying is, I really enjoy this. I want you to join me. I don't like other people, as we've talked about in the past. Um, and uh, But I did do this Go Ruck thing, and I am going to be doing it in June, July, August, something like that. I'm sure I'll talk about it on the Home and Body Improvement Show, so... Stay tuned. You don't know what episode it's going to be, and I'm sure it's going to be great because all my episodes are great, but unfortunately no one ever listens to them. The point is you need to do something that you wouldn't normally do and send me an email, andy at coachboss.com. I'll read it on the air, even though it's not that technically on the air because it's always recorded, but I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to hear how I mean, I'm inspiring people to be better people, you know? Folks, that's all I got for the Home and Body Improvement Show. Again, go to thecoachpass.com, sign up for the newsletter. Send me an email, Andy at coachpass.com. I'll be sure to read your question. That's what I think about. That's what I think about this episode. No, it was a pretty good episode. Hope you learned a little, little bit of something. I know I talk kind of fast, but baby, I live in a fast lane, man. You got to keep up. And if not, you're going to get run over. That's just how life in a fast lane works. Until next time, folks, see you then.